TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring. The flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. On the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Oh, boy, are you surprised to learn that my wedding ring was purchased with Kohl's cash? (laughs) It's a very nice wedding ring, by the way. I'm holding it right now, taking a look, inspecting it. White gold, as thin as can be, I said. I I need something that doesn't feel like I'm wearing jewelry. I hate wearing jewelry. I don't like wearing watches. I don't want to do necklaces or anything like that. Nothing. So this is really the only thing I wear. It would be nice to wear nothing at all, but... I need to have the ring on the finger. Oh, uh, 314-436-7900. You can call or text. We have uh, an hour open here. So thanks to all of our guests the last uh, hour and a half or so. And just a reminder for programming tomorrow night, the Jim Wise special will be airing. It's not the documentary. It's something actually different. So I'm going to re-air Jim White's very last show on KMOX. It was Thursday, April 8th, 1999. And you'll hear some familiar voices like Charlie Brennan, who was the MC for a lot of it. Bob Costas dropped in after he found the place. Mike Shannon had a great interview calling in to, uh, to the show. And I wrote down a bunch of other names of people that were there that night. Carol Daniel, Bob Hamilton, Bill Reeker, Elaine, the producer, Leslie Lyles, John Hartford, Larry Connors, um, John Carney. So it was at the Summit Restaurant in downtown St. Louis. I think you'll really enjoy listening back to the last show. It's one of those anniversary dates that just seemed right because yesterday Jim White would have turned 84 years old if he was still alive. And it just so happened that he retired right around his birthday and he really enjoyed retirement. If you can't wait, I'm going to post a link to, and actually I just did. So you could go to my social media, Ryan Recker Radio on Facebook or at Ryan Recker on Twitter and get a link to the Jim White documentary I produced last year. You can listen to that, which is still available. And you'll find that Jim White, a very unique personality and so many great stories to share with him. And I'm sure so many people listening tonight remember the big bumper. I feel like I got to say it that way. The big bumper. So tomorrow night. We're going to rebroadcast Jim White's very last show from April 8th, 1999. I don't know if this has been aired since 1999. So 20 plus years ago, it may have been that long since this show aired. It's kind of surprising. Big thanks to Bob Heil, by the way, from Heil Microphones. Got the big setup there and well-known. High Tech Heil was the segment that he did with Jim White. 
So he sent this to me when I was doing the Jim White documentary. I interviewed Bob and he did a great job. He had all kinds of great things to give insights into the show. And he said, I have his last show if you want me to send it. So he dubbed it down from a cassette tape and sent it to me. And that's where we have this. If it wasn't for that recording, I don't know if anyone else has it. So it's nice to be able to preserve that and share that. And then, you know, I'll, I'll post it as a podcast after too. All right. So this hour, I'm going to talk some technology. We'll talk about Andrew Cuomo and what's going on there. I wanted to at least bring this up real quick. When we talk about the problems in our country, and if you were to name all of the different issues that we need to tackle in the United States or even abroad, as in all the countries need to grapple this one thing, maybe human rights violations for China could be considered for something like that trying to find better ways to handle viruses, uh, distribution of the vaccine. These are all very important things that I think we're grappling. Water quality, I think infrastructure here in the United States, but even worldwide, we're talking about infrastructure. Look what happens when there is one canal that's blocked and how much commerce is disrupted from something like that. Space, what's going to happen when it comes to a, a busy space race? And as more and more people get up there, more countries fussing and a feuding, uh, inter intercontinental ballistic missiles. Um, you know, there's all kinds of different worries that we have. Would you say that net zero emissions is the number one thing that the nation should be discussing right now? Like this is the one thing that you really want them focusing their time on. So the G7 summit, which is the seven countries of Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, United Kingdom, United States. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The top economic policymakers as part of the G7 said their number one priority getting together to talk is about zero emission targets, as in the Paris Accord, except we want to set more things to do on that fashion. We want to be able to continue to hit different landmarks and probably even go above and beyond that. Let me point out, even without being inside the Paris Accord, the United States hit landmarks and actually exceeded those landmarks that were put together during the Obama administration. We were doing fine without having this governing body uh, telling us what we're doing wrong with ourselves here in this country. But of course, the Biden administration went right back into it. And it looks like they're going to push even further. And I'm sure net zero emissions come with a pretty hefty price tag. Think about that. Think about we're trying to pass other things in this country. We have more coronavirus spending bills. We're adding so much more debt because of that. Now we want to add an infrastructure package onto it. We're going to try to offset it through taxes. We're going to disrupt a lot of different economies when it comes to the corporate taxes. And what's going to happen next? Are we going to just ignore what's going on in China and say that, hey, we're going to just continue to, uh, you know, the, the Trump administration did some nasty things towards you. We're going to buddy up back with you. I hope that's not the case. And with these developed nations, are they going to attack some of the biggest contributing countries, the ones that are doing nothing like China? Are they going to really say, uh, OK, United States, yes, you have this big economy. You you contribute to pollution in X amount of ways and shame on you for doing that. But, oh, don't worry about China. Uh, they're, they're just continuing to go unregulated and lie about what their emissions are. And, you know, they're the ones that are the biggest problems, but we're not going to focus on you. We're going to wag our finger at the United States and then we'll have Joe Biden or Kamala Harris go out there and point out just how terrible we are as Americans and how guilty we should feel all while not putting the pressure on giant countries like China that should have been dealing with this to begin with. I hope that during this summit, 
maybe they could grow a little bit of a backbone like they did during the Trump administration and start to realize that maybe we're not the biggest problem in the world. Maybe there's other things that you need to try to focus on. This would be a good start. Net zero transmissions, huh? That's what you want to focus your time and energies on. Okay. 314-436-7900. You can call or text that line. It would be good to hear from you tonight. An accuser of Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, has come forward to talk about the allegations in a new interview, how Andrew Cuomo is a creep. I think you probably know, but if you want to get a little bit uh, into details of how this works, I'll tell you about that after the break. And some tech stories, too. I was surprised to learn that Amazon has a special kill switch in some of their electronic devices. So if you have Fire TV or anything really created by Amazon, you might want to hear what's coming up and what could be happening to your electronic devices in the future. This is very concerning. You're listening to Overnight America KMOX. Dependable. Traffic and weather together on the 10s. Weekday mornings on the voice of St. Louis. KMOX. Governor Andrew Cuomo is a huge creep. I don't think that's news to anyone, but he's still in office. So let's read more about some of the accusers that have come forward and told their story. Let me just say thanks to everyone that's messaged me about, man, the last couple of days, I had a cold that came through here and I was just about ready to shake it. I feel like I'll be close to 100% by tomorrow because I'm feeling pretty good tonight. Sunday was a little bit rough. I had Monday off and Brad Young came in and then even last night was a little bit tough, but it it wasn't too bad because I wasn't hurting. It's just trying to get this out of my system. So thanks to everyone that sent a message. That's very nice. And it's amazing how fast these weeks go by because tomorrow's the last show of the week on a Thursday. And I know a lot of people will be watching opening day and let's hope that there's no weather problems with getting that off the ground. So excited to listen to the coverage here on KMOX, the whole team coverage that'll be on. 1120 a.m. or depending on where you are, you might even be able to catch it on 98.7, which would be kind of cool to listening to an opening day that way. All right. Andrew Cuomo, accuser, dropping details. This is kind of um, a wake up call for a lot of different people. And there's one part of this that I read and I thought this is the human reaction that is universal, at least for people that are innocent. So this was first reported on Business Insider. A former staffer accused New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of groping her in the governor's mansion detailed her allegations in the new interview. The Albany Times Union is where the original interview aired. And this is what she said. I remember him slamming the door so hard that I remember thinking to myself that I'm sure the staff is like, is everything okay up there? Uh, The former staffer was summoned to Cuomo's residence late November One of the governor's executive assistants uh, called her in. The former aide was called in to help Cuomo with an issue with his cell phone. So he said, oh, these uh, oh, these smartphones, why do they make them so complicated? You know, trying to pull this garbage. I need someone young that understands how to use this thing. Bring in the uh, bring in the young female aide. You'd think that whoever the assistant is to Andrew Cuomo knew this was going on, but was still helping him do this. So if you're an assistant and you're helping wrangle people together, in a way, it's kind of like the minor leagues compared to the Jeffrey Epstein deal where the madame was, you know, getting these girls together or whatever. But if you're someone that is calling aides up, knowing that Andrew Cuomo is going to be assaulting them, come on, that needs to be addressed too. 
you're telling me that you couldn't have stepped up and said, no, uh-uh, we need to stop this. But nonetheless, that might be a side story that hasn't been addressed yet. So the former staffer telling her story summoned to the residents to help with the cell phone issue. Oh, I don't know how this thing works. It's cool. Look at this thing. It's a smartphone. Somebody show me. I need someone. So get me the young girls to help. The former aide was called in to help Cuomo with his uh, cell phone, a common request, apparently. Once she entered the room, the former aide said Cuomo said very little and began approaching her. It said, and that wasn't just a hug, she said. He went in for it, and I kind of was like, oh, the door was right there. I was mortified that a woman who works here is going to come in and see. I was terrified of that happening because that's not who I am, and that's not what I'm here for. That, when I read that line, is the universal feeling I'm trying to bring out. When you are a victim of a crime like this, and this guy is such a creep, and so many women have come forward and said this, I truly believe them, and I do not believe Andrew Cuomo. In fact, I even think his brother needs to be looked into, because I don't know what his deal is trying to either facilitate or cover for his brother. He had to have known this was going on, Chris Cuomo over at CNN. But let's look at it this way. If you're in a situation where you're being approached, you're uncomfortable, and the first thing you think is, hey, I'm not this type of girl, I don't want other people seeing this because it might give the wrong impression, that's a huge red flag that goes up in your mind, and that needs to be addressed immediately. You need to remove yourself from that situation or whatever it is, and isn't it sad that she is becoming a victim of a crime and she's the one that feels she's doing something wrong? She's becoming the victim of someone that is a person of power. We're talking about the governor. And on top of that, we're talking about someone that is your boss, the highest uh, chain of command when you're working government. And they have this sort of power over you, these decisions over you, and you feel like you have to comply in a certain way. And you might be young enough to not realize this isn't normal. You might be young enough to realize that this is something that is totally inappropriate, but you kind of go along with it because, oh, I guess this is just how things go here. What a wild and crazy type of party guy. huh? So don't uh, I, I almost don't even want to go further, but we'll, we will. We'll keep reading. Uh, she was told the Times Union that she felt Cuomo was threatening her when he spoke with her about the encounter at some point in November, she was taking dictation for Cuomo. And at the end of the recording session, the governor said she should keep quiet near the end of it. He looked up at me and he said, you know, by the way, you know, people talk in the office and you can never tell anyone about anything we talk about or, you know, anything, right? She said, I understand. Well, you know, I could get in big trouble. You know that I said, I understand governor. And okay. So he's out there saying, We want to keep working, but you can't tell anyone because, you know, people will get in trouble like you. And you don't want me getting in trouble because if I'm in trouble, you're in trouble. Bad news all the way around. This is difficult. This is bad. Um, And Andrew Cuomo has a lot of these different women coming forward discussing this. And this is just one portion of it because we're talking about government workers in this case. We're talking about people that still work for him. We talk about people that have witnessed this and around him. And some are super creepy. I mean, there's even photographs. There's one that came out where he was surveying damage and he wanted to go say, okay, I'm a hands-on governor and I'm on the ground and I'm working with the people. And there's this one woman who just had, 
I mean, just ravished. I can't remember if it was a hurricane or if it was a tornado, whatever it was. But she's standing there in the wreckage of her home. And the governor comes up for a photo op. I'm here for you. We'll, we'll send relief aid or whatever it is. And he reaches in and gives her a kiss. And this is on photographed. And she's in a vulnerable spot. She didn't ask for this. And he's going around doing. How many women do you think have been inappropriately um, either touched or confronted or encountered uh, a moment where they did not feel comfortable with Andrew Cuomo? There's probably a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, in response to the reporting, Cuomo once again denied any wrongdoing. I do not believe him at all. This is something that is pretty bad. And if you're living inside New York City and you're someone that is looking at how he handled the coronavirus, you have all kinds of other gripes. Might not even have been touched by him. But you can look at the the way that he was hiding numbers and dismissing um, the, the severity inside of these nursing homes. We had a very severe case of coronavirus. I don't know if you know, but there was this pandemic going around where vulnerable people were more susceptible to not only get the virus, but die because they had comorbidities, other problems with them. And normally you saw a very difficult time with people of a certain age. Normally those in a nursing home had a very high chance of if they were to contract this, it would be difficult for them to shake it. So you have Andrew Cuomo saying, no, 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 just send people that are infected with the virus back in to that vulnerable population. And when the numbers skyrocketed, hey, we're going to manipulate the numbers to not make it look so bad. This is a criminal. This is a problem. There's not only that, but then his brother who works for CNN has a show on CNN was out there praising him. And who knows what he knew when it comes to any of these women? Who knows what he witnessed when it comes to any of these women? Who knows if he has his own problems? He's got his own anger issues and things like that. Who knows the, the way these things go? And he's out there running defense for him on a network that you shouldn't trust because look at how they've handled this because they don't want to talk about it. I mean, he says he's a journalist, but he can't talk about his brother because, I mean, that would be too difficult, you know, for a journalist to talk about the news. So Andrew Cuomo's accuser details, groping allegations, things like that starting to come to light. Just creepy altogether. I, I can't look at him without thinking super creepy vibes. Coming up after the break, a couple of text stories. If you own an Amazon device, like a Fire TV or one of these devices, you may want to uh, pay attention because there's something built in almost like a kill switch for the Amazon Fire TV, which I'm surprised you can even build these things into it. So let's talk about that after the break on Overnight America KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Get the inside story on what's happening with your St. Louis Cardinals this season directly from the Redbirds manager. It's the Mike Schilt Show, Sunday mornings at 10-15, sponsored by Bath Fitter, on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. It is getting warm. I saw online that some people are opening up their pools already. Wow, that's early. I normally wait till Mother's Day or so to open up the pool. I try to push it back, but there were people mowing the lawn today, too. And I got to say, I'm very fortunate that the lawnmower has not been busted out, but I feel like this weekend it probably uh, will happen. Not that I'm happy about it, but it's just what you got to do. Have to do a little bit of servicing and it'll be good from there on out. Hopefully, you don't have to confront the pool situation just yet. Welcome back to the show. This is uh, Overnight America, where I belly ache about whatever's going on in my life. So, a couple of tech things that are going on in Amazon. I saw this one story that engineers are starting to realize that they have put in what they call code breaks inside of some of their electronic devices, such like the Fire TV device. The Fire TV is kind of like the Roku where you can plug it into a computer, you put it through one of your HDMI slots, and then you could stream videos through it or bring other things up on the TV screen through it. Pretty handy device and pretty well received. And sometimes TVs even have it built into it. But still, Amazon has done a great job when it comes to these third-party ways that you can modify your television. Really, Roku is the first one I can think of that was doing it. So Amazon is reportedly breaking its own device on purpose in order to prevent users from reverting to older versions of the device's operating system. Now, have you had an electronic device where it wants you to upgrade or update? Computers are really good at this. If you have a Windows computer or whatever or a Mac computer, they'll say, uh, updates are available, update your computer immediately. Or sometimes they just do it without second guessing it. They just do it and don't say anything because you have auto updates on it. Your phone is like that too. They'll say upgrade to this version and here's uh, more security and we're going to upgrade this and this will help and we'll add that. And people will do it because you should. It's the latest and greatest version. A lot of ways Apple was known for upgrading the phone, upgrading the computer, and then actually being bad because they would do things that you wouldn't want it to do. It would take features away or it would be glitchy or whatever it is. So people would find, oh, I'm not going to upgrade the Apple phone because uh, I don't like what's going to happen. That was a common gripe there for a while with Apple devices. Well, okay. You're familiar with it. If you have any sort of electronic, you probably know that it upgrades normally by downloading something through the internet and then installing it on that device and then resetting the device. So a discovery was made by two engineers that found that on the Fire TV sticks, which you plug into your television, is that once it upgrades, it no longer wants you to roll back to an older version. A lot of times you want access to that older version. If something doesn't work, you're on a computer and there's something that you use all the time, something that's important to you and it doesn't work on the new version, you want to be able to roll back or at least go to an older version because then you know at least that thing you need will be there and it'll work for you. Well, not going to be the case on Fire TV sticks and new variants of the Amazon Smart TV operating system. So what happens is once it upgrades to a new version, they have these things called electronic fuses. If you remember a you know, the old fuse boxes that used to have in the houses before everything was breakers or there's uh, fuses in just about everything anymore. Uh, if, if you know what a fuse is, I don't have to explain that. But they have these electronic fuses in some of these devices. They're small fuses that are embedded 
inside of computer chips, so they're super small. And what happens is once you upgrade, Amazon blows the fuse, which makes it impossible for you to revert back into an older version. Not good. I don't like that one bit. I don't like that they even have the ability to do that. I don't like that they even thought to do that. And isn't it a little bit tough that you buy this device? I understand you own this electronic device, but they still have the power over you to manipulate it in ways that you don't want it to be manipulated. That is very concerning. That was one of my big gripes about Tesla cars. I don't like the idea that Tesla can take features away from you. Um, if you have to upgrade, you have to sacrifice other things too, or whatever it may be. I don't like those things. I don't like that they could remotely change something on your car without your permission. You think that once you buy something, you have it, and you can use it the way you want it without them coming in and meddling on something you just bought, let alone something that you didn't know that they can do. Like when you bought this Amazon device, did you know that they could retroactively stop you from using it the way that you bought it just because they upgraded it? Not good. Now, if it's written inside the terms of uh, agreement, should that even be allowed? Should they even be allowed to go back and do that? I don't think they should be. I can see lawsuits coming out from this. I should talk to Brad Young about this. He thinks there could be some lawsuits coming out, them manipulating devices that you purchased. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time Amazon has crippled electronic fuses on its own hardware. They said they've done it in the past, prevent Fire Stick users from modifying their devices. Speaking of tech, this happened a couple of days ago. Justice Clarence Thomas aims at tech companies and says that uh, maybe we should uh, start addressing their power to cut off speech. This is important because Justice Thomas doesn't normally speak this much. And as of late, he's been taking a keen eye to what's going on inside of these tech companies, and rightfully so. So on Monday, you may have heard that the Supreme Court dismissed a First Amendment rights violation. Uh, they said that as president of the United States, some courts said you're not allowed to block people on social media because this is looked at as something that you need access to. And, you know, as the president of the United States, people need access to this. They should be able to have it. So now that Trump is a private citizen, they say it's a mute point. No need to have this restriction. So they went back and said, we're just going to uh, see that this doesn't go. So it's not going to be used as a precedent. And lawyers for those um arguing that Trump's block is unnecessary, won that case, uh, and now that's where it stands. But Justice um, Thomas comes out and goes a little bit further, and rightfully so. He talks about social media in general, and he says that as much as we use social media, as much as we rely on social media, when it comes to big tech, legitimizing the threat of corporate power and concentrated corporate power is something that needs to be addressed. Gatekeeping info to one company, like if you're Google, should you have that much power as gatekeeper of information? And government outsourcing censorship through these large companies is something that is extremely dangerous, as in government has contracts through some of these different companies. Sometimes these companies are friendly to the messaging of the politicians. Normally, you find it in Democratic um, politicians that they're very sympathetic to, and they find that the biases of the people that work there are those that, uh, you know, uphold that type of ideology. So they enable that or at least push that on everyone else. They only like one side of the story or one viewpoint, and they make policies based on that. So when the government is involved in these tech companies and these tech companies are censoring and outsourcing, that's a huge concern that needs to be addressed. And 
justifications for common carrier regulation. So common carrier is a whole different thing. But as more and more people start looking into this in Section 230 continues to come up where there's other different uh, ideas of how the First Amendment and the policing of the First Amendment and do these companies have these protections if they are running their companies um, unequally? And should we have this unregulated power? And should there be this much concent uh, concentrated power? These are all things that need to be addressed. And when the president of the United States is targeted, then it comes pretty clear that anyone could be targeted, let alone maybe they're doing it for purposes other than safety. Um, to be able to say that he has a company, you can cut off the president of the United States. Very concerning and something that you would normally think about in communist countries where they try to have this sort of um, power over the media and you'll be punished if you stray far from the government message. How far are we away from that in the United States if you're trying to appease, let's say, a Biden administration or whoever it might be and you want to be in good graces with them and you have to try to appease them? You think, oh, the way to do it is to censor Donald Trump some more or we won't allow him to have it or whatever. This is a problem. and. Rightfully so, this is being brought up by the justices now. And good, I'm glad that Justice Thomas has said something about it. All right, when we come back, a few things I want to get to I didn't have time to get to earlier, but there's some news that Jack Hanna was diagnosed with dementia. Real sad. He's been in the public eye for a long time in a very positive way. If you've ever seen the television show or maybe seen him in person, you realize that kids love him. Let's talk about Jack Hanna coming up after the break. If you want to call in, you can. I'd love to hear from you tonight. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. That's Overnight America KMOX. Overnight America with Ryan Recker is sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com On the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Welcome back to Overnight America. Well, how about that? I guess listening tonight is our friend Brad Young. Wow, it's like that. It's almost like putting out the bat signal. And if you say his name, there he comes. How are you, Brad? I'm doing great. Uh, I, I thank you, Mike Anderson, for the uh, Star Trek theme. I appreciate that. But no, uh -huh. you dropped my name, and I'm just like uh, like genie in uh, in Aladdin. You know, I just pop up and start doing William F. Buckley impressions. You're <laughs> you're in your house. You don't even have the radio on, but you know your name was said, and you just kind of look off to the distance and say, "I'm needed." and you run to a telephone, you just know these things. I wanted exactly. to uh, bring up this one story with you in, in, in context. This is why I said, oh, I wish Brad was on. I could ask him about this because this seems like a lawsuit in the making. So I don't, you're probably not too familiar with this. Maybe you are, but Amazon devices have these built-in electronic fuses, which they disable features on the device after a certain amount of time. They kind of send this uh, signal over to their devices after something's triggered. And it makes it so you can't roll back or use the device in a way that you purchased it for. To me, I think that is a lawsuit in the making. If they are physically damaging a device that you purchased from them, so you can't use it in a way that you want to use it, that to me sounds like there could be something there to litigate. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it, it's not just could be. It's a class action suit waiting to happen. And the amazing part of these class action suits are that generally speaking and and listen i'm a defense attorney um, but but generally speaking these class action lawsuits more more often than not are simply filed to get attorney's fees i mean i'm against those in principle you know my favorite 
My favorite example of this is years ago, there was a class action lawsuit against AOL. Do you remember AOL, America Online? And uh, <laughs> Of and, course, yeah. And, and, and the lawyers sued them because AOL was rounding down to the lower minute for every minute that you used on AOL. And they settled the case for $30 million. And every AOL user got a free 30 minutes of AOL time, but the lawyers got 10 million bucks. So I, I only give you that example to say that this is a lawsuit waiting to happen because so many people have purchased Amazon Fire Sticks and, and Fire-related products that if what you say is accurate, it would be a class action suit waiting to happen, and there will be uh, lawyers lining up to file that lawsuit. Yeah, I want to think about every holiday season where Amazon puts this on sale and there are like a million of these things that go out because it's just put on sale and it's cheap and it's accessible and people are buying from Amazon. So there's a lot of opportunities where people would own more than one of these even if they have multiple TVs inside. But that is concerning to think that these electronic makers have this, this sort of kill switch that they can build uh, into their own device and then access the device after you purchase it to manipulate manipulate it, or even uh, disable it in a way that you didn't know they could do that. That, to me, is very concerning, because I'm sure other electronic companies have thought about doing that and maybe think, oh, this is a good idea. So it could lead to more doing that. Well, car companies, actually, this is not a new type of, of a situation, Ryan. There's, a, there's a, uh, a car dealership, a used car dealership right here in St. Louis. I won't mention their name, but they sell used cars and they advertise a lot on television mm. and they have a built-in kill switch in the car and so if they, they advertise listen we've got low payments you know if you make a if you make a, a 300 bucks a month we can sell you a car and uh and if you don't make your payments they they hit a kill switch and they disable your automobile again i'm not going to mention the name of the car company that mm. does that but this is not a new technology but what it demonstrates is is, is it demonstrates the other topic that you were talking about, which is Justice Thomas at the Supreme Court. It demonstrates the power that these technology companies have over our lives, and that's why I think eventually, it may take a while, but eventually the Supreme Court is going to regulate these tech companies like utilities because they have so much control and power over every segment of our lives. Yeah, that's interesting. So even when you own it, do you own it? Because that's what's happening with these little devices. You, you buy it in a way you think you own it. A little different from a car in the sense. And I've heard these stories of people. And you're right. I, I kind of forgot about that. But I remember hearing stories about people running their car 24-7 because they knew if they turned it off, it would be disabled. And the device would kick <laughs> in or whatever. So they just run the thing all night. You know, they pull up to the yep. gas station. They wouldn't stop their engine to put the gas in because they knew if they stopped it, it would be done for good. Um but if you buy the device, you think that you would have ultimate control on the way that device operates uh -huh. or is used, specifically because you bought it functioning in a certain way. So you should be able to use it in that way. They shouldn't be able to pull that back after you've already purchased it. You think there would be some sort of agreement that says if you buy it for this purchase or you buy it for this intent and you know they, they sell it and market it for that intent, that after you buy it and they change the way that you've already purchased, they change the way it could be used, that's a whole different deal. It is under the Uniform Commercial Code, which is the, the code that all 50 states 
uh, commercial or rather consumer protection laws are based on the Uniform Commercial Code. There's actually an element of the, uni- of the Uniform Commercial Code that specifies that products uh, are to be uh, able to be used in the manner in which they are marketed and intended to be used. So if you plug in your Amazon Fire Stick and all of a sudden Amazon you know, terminates that or, or sets it in such a way that it, it, it prevents the product from being used in the manner in which it was intended, that's, that's a de facto violation of the Uniform Commercial Code. And that's why I'm saying there are attorneys lined up, I promise you, to file mm-hmm. class action lawsuits because there are so many people who have bought this, number one. Number two, Amazon is such a wealthy company. And number three, if the punitive damages are sought, punitive damages are based upon the profits of the company. And so what are the profits of Amazon? I mean, my goodness, <laughs> Jeff, Bezos, Jeff Bezos is a Bond villain waiting to happen, okay? Yeah, and, he'll launch himself so up to that, space to get away from it. <laughs> oh, you know, he, he's, he's the villain in the next James Bond movie, and he doesn't even have to play a character. So Scope to his moon base. Is, to, uh, pro- yeah. Oh, he is. It's going to be moon base Amazon. So, uh, <laughs> so, so my point is, is I promise you there are lawyers lined up to file this lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And it would just be a matter of time. If Amazon continues to do that, there will be litigation. So right. Good to hear from you, Brad Young. Thanks for checking in. All I need to do is say your name, and there you are. This is Overnight America KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.